previously on Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. But you were a BNC reporter for a generation. I assure you, young Brody, National Treasures do not produce podcasts. Did you say body? Vic went belly up at the estate of Congresswoman Camilla Masters. I've got a guy from the BNC to follow you around. A journalist? Poking around the Congresswoman's house? During a murder investigation? The Masters Manor looks like something from a dark and cautionary children's tale. The dead guy's foot is tied to the diving board, he's been shot in the back, and the rest of him is floating face down in the water. What are you doing? Don't! Cannonball! Well, have you found anything useful? Yes. Someone get Chief Overton on the phone. This isn't a nobody down here. This is really big. You are invited to a mystery. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. Episode 2. It's Real E. Biggs. The following may contain depictions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. I don't have the chief's direct number. Do you have it? I mean, of course you have it. You probably have everyone's number. Do you have my number? Yes, it's in my phone. Really? Not yours, the chief's. And is that phone in your... Bathing pants, Inspector. Oh, no, 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 no! I don't suppose you have one of those water-resistant varieties of cell phones, do you? My microphone! Coming in hot! That was a microphone? Yeah, it was. I would be happy to retrieve two bags of rice for your respective electronic devices. I hear that works wonders. Really? Who told you that? Pinterest. Sorry about your microphone, young man. Hey, idiots. I found some towels out here. Catch. It's okay, I have a few more mini mics in my bag. Give me a minute and I'll get it configured. So you acted as if you knew the victim. Who was it? Uh, who is it? I told you, it's really Biggs. The rapper, filmmaker, You know, the real is spelled like a movie reel. E is his middle initial. I'm not sure what that stands for. But Biggs is his God-given name. Well, he was born with it anyway. His parents, Mr. and Mrs. Big, live on the west side. So you know this man. Why are you so shocked? He hosts an open mic every fourth Friday of the month at Revelations. He and I would trade verses ripping on the governor freestyle. Wicka, 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 wicka. able to, um, rap? Biggs thought I could. He even had me record one of my verses into his little handheld music machine. I'm sure he had fun showing that to his friends. Okay, this one is live. Would you please promise to not go swimming, showering, or scuba diving with this very expensive microphone? On my mother's Bible. Uh, wait, this shirt is still fairly damp. That's fine, just don't submerge it. So, what's next? Are you planning on doing an actual investigation now? I'll grab one of the officers out front to radio the chief. He may want to be the one to notify the Biggs. He and Mr. Biggs go bass fishing with the Yorkshire Navy at least once a month. There is no way this little town has a military base. 
Or does it? Not exactly, Limey. The Yorkshire Navy is a very exclusive local fishing club made up of a bunch of retired military and law enforcement officers. Are you a member, Inspector Lee? Well, that's complicated. I doubt that. Anyway, none of that is important right now. They don't like you. That's not it at all. Will someone attempt to be helpful and find a uniformed officer for me? Oh, they've already skedaddled. All of them? Dundee? Every last one made off like their tails were on fire. Important assignment, they said. Came through from on high. How do you know this? Oh, I just listened while I did my cleaning. No one ever noticed this little old me. I do not see how anyone could not notice you, Mrs... Oh, it's Miss. Miss Lissy. <laughs> I, uh, have microphones. <laughs> Can we attempt to focus on the issue at oh, hand? yes, of course. And that issue, you would say, is... I need to speak with the guests. When Orson gets back, I'll have him gather everyone together. In the meantime, Miss Lissy, what did you witness here this afternoon? Oh, I don't know exactly what all I should say. Client worker confidentiality and all. You're a maid, for God's sakes. Not their lawyer. Hey, she's not just a maid. She's a professional domestic servant. Woo-wee, you sure know how to make a girl sound so important and official like Mr. Brody. You know my name? Like I said, I like to listen, especially to those whose accents don't sound funny. Some less friendly people would call that eavesdropping, Miss Lissy. Yes, Mr. Orson. See that our guests' electronics are properly bagged and placed in the kitchen refrigerator. Thank you. Please be gentle. We've solved four homicide cases together. This would have been five. I trust you, Miss Lissy. I know you will take real good care of us. <clears throat> or us things. I mean our things. <laughs> <clears throat> I presume you will wish to question our guests. I've taken the liberty to assemble them upstairs in the billiard room. Excellent. They await your arrival. This is the fun part here, newsman. Make sure you get some good shots watching them all squirm. Do you see any cameras? This isn't a... Never mind. Before we arrive at the fun part, the masters have requested a brief private audience with you, Inspector Lee. Through this door is the gymnasium. Please await their arrival there while I fetch you a dry set of clothes. You look like a 30-inch waist. Nonsense! These will do just fine, butler man. If you attempt to enter Camilla Master's residence proper in your current state, I can once again well assure you that you will become the second murder victim here this evening. Orson needs to carry a jar of aloe around. He's a bona fide burn captain slapton. We are also invited to this private meeting, right, Orson? The Masters wish to discuss items of a personal and non-evidentiary matter. It is completely unrelated to the ongoing investigation and therefore outside of your purview, as I currently understand it. I think 35 years working for the BNC has given me enough experience to be able to decide what is and is not relevant to our podcast. Hey, hey! To our listening audience. You heard the captain. If the congresswoman wants to have a super-secret meeting to discuss grandchildren and golf, that's no concern of ours. What are you talking about? Camilla is barely old enough to even have grandchildren. And what exactly do you think? I think we are guests here and need to respect the privacy of our gracious hosts. Oh, yes. I think I see what you're trying to say. 
Of course. Hey, Butler did it. These guys go where I go. Sure, I understand. They're obnoxious dweebs. But they're my obnoxious dweebs. Oh, I get it now. Did it. That's a good one. Grab your stuff, gentlemen. Today, you're VIPs. Really, mate? It's okay. And the fancy one here talks to himself. I'm, I'm sorry, monologues to himself. A lot. Probably gets to park in the really good parking spots, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, Mr. Andrews can't drive. Brody, I could drive. I mean, I'm capable. See? He's capable. That's what they call it now. I would be remiss if I did not inform you there is a complimentary cookie bar in the back by the pair of treadmills. Maybe I'll just go, you know, check that out. And then real soon, come back later. In a few minutes. Mm-hmm. We just got sold out for 30 pieces of chocolate chips. Looks like you'll have the last laugh then, Mr. Andrews. The master's cookies are equally healthy and inedible. Well, it's a little victories, isn't it? Um, Butler Orson, sir? Am I decent enough to enter uh, Madam Congresswoman's Camilla's home? I don't want her throwing me out, or um, worse. You seem to have had enough sense to have disrobed your outer garments before diving in. You'll be fine. This way, please. Look before you leap, as my mother always says. Mothers do no best. Of course, she also says he who hesitates is lost. Ah. Maybe she means don't hesitate to look before leaping, or later you'll get lost. Or something like that. Perhaps you can continue to mull over the philosophical implications of your mother's folk wisdom up these stairs in the billiard room while I go and fetch the inspector some dry clothing. I got it! If I would have looked before I leapt, I would have noticed Miss Lissy before I took most of my clothes off. That would have been good to know, you know, so I could have maybe flexed the biceps a little, you see, while diving in. You flung yourself into the pool like a coked-up wild child. Well, yeah, but I could have attempted to look a little cooler while doing it, maybe tweak the pecs a bit. So say you got some squirrel money, but now you're ready to make it work. Oh, I don't own any pets. I don't make it home most nights. And cat hair sticks to Ferrari leather like duct tape. I don't mean a fur and bone squirrel there, ladies' man. Uh, four buck, corner pocket. I mean money like you've been squirreling away. You know, keeping it out of sight from the old broad and <laughs> Uncle Sam, you know? Ah, darn it. No old broads for me, Mr. Donato. And... If I have an Uncle Sammy, my parents didn't tell me anything about him before they passed. But if you're asking me about investing in something, I want to hear more. But it's got to be a sure thing. Football side pocket. Hey, Peter, I wouldn't even be telling you this if uh, I wasn't a thousand percent legit. That sure is a lot of percents, but I've been burned by smooth talkers before. Five ball, that corner. What exactly is this business? Uh, see, uh, this is a special part. It's not exactly a business, per se, so it doesn't have all the limitations and encumbrances for it with. Uh, you know, it's more of an executive organization command structure. Sure, you know, they may sell who's it's and what's it's, 
But you know, it isn't really the important part. It's about establishing yourself as, you know, one of the 16 prime players. This organizational command structure wouldn't happen to resemble a pyramid, would it? Hey, who are you guys? And no, it's not a pyramid. If you smart guys must know, I call it a binary matrix. Binary matrix? Hmm, I like that. Sounds sort of revolutionary. Did you come up with that by yourself, Mr. Donato? Hey, where is everyone else? I only see you two. Orson made it seem like there would be a ton of people up here. Well, let's see. Uh, Connie Heck took a phone call. She is somewhere. Uh, who are you guys again? More cops? Connie Hecht, as in the New Yorkshire Twitface CEO? The very one. I still wear my Pioneer Beta Flare. I still sing that jingle of hers in the shower every morning. I want to know who you are, Yorkshire. I want to know who your heart's desire. Together we soar higher and higher. You, you Yorkshire Twitface.com. That kind. Wait, she actually named her company Twitface. That can't be legal, can it? She just did it as a college assignment. Go axe people! Chop, chop, chop! Then that little assignment blew up. (laughs) Big time. I'd say. Everyone in the Tri-County area has a New Yorkshire Twitface account. But why not just use regular Facebook or Twitter like everyone else? (laughs) (laughs) Team Crumpets here wants to know why we don't use Facebook and Twitter like everyone else. Instagram? (laughs) We're going to stop naming worldwide social media platforms and start all over again. Where is everyone else? I think it's just the three of us. That's Mr. Donato. All around good guy and money genius. Sucks at billiards, though. Nice to meet you. Don't listen to Peter. Uh, I beat him twice before you guys got here. I I don't know about throwing around official terms like, you know, a genius. But I do specialize in financial services that could use, you know, a little bit of legal finesse. Here, take a card, both of you. I'm Peter Answorth. No business cards on me, sorry. Pleasure to meet you both. If you've heard of Goop Gops, that was me. Well, it was my parents. Pretty big deal back in the day. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. Wow. I used to keep a tin of that evil invasive slime in a drawer next to a Rubik's Cube at my first desk at the BNC. <laughs> I used to terrorize the whole floor with that smelly goo. Percy Andrews, an office prankster? The legend grows. Do you still make that stuff? I'd be chuffed to bits to snag a new tin. Oh, I sold the company not long after Mom and Dad died. I do still have a few unopened pallets in the garage, though. Having it there reminds me of them. You're forgetting about that preacher man, Peter. Right. Although, I think he just stopped by. He wasn't technically invited. Camilla didn't seem to mind none. Yeah, she knew him. Still seems surprised to see him, though. They had a conversation, but... I don't think he was planning on hanging around for our meeting. Meeting? Yeah, for Camilla's campaign. You know she is a U.S. Congresswoman, right? Hey, that's right. We elect our leaders here. Maybe you guys uh, could learn a little something from the the colonists. Here, here. Freedom, America. We also elect our, uh, Americans. Hey, we've forgotten about that campaign lady. Uh, you know. Iconia? Yeah, Iconia. 
Iconia Hoverdale? Iconia Hoverdale. Oh, wow. 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 Mr. Andrews. Wow. You look positively giddy. What is it? Is she like a hot campaign director or something? What? No. I mean, she's okay. I mean, come here. Look, this is already going to be a really good podcast. I'll admit that. Uh, it was my shot, right? We had a congresswoman, yeah, right. a gun crime nice happening girl. on her property while she was here. I could phone it in, and I definitely was phoning it in, and still get on the rotation for the Sunday shows for years to come just because of this story. Oh, Mr. Andrews. Percy. Right. Mr. Percy Andrews. You've not been phoning it in at all. You've been magnificent. Well, if you think that pathetic drivel was good, prepare to be amazed. I'm about to show you what a real reporter can do. If I can pull this off, I will stride into the BNC offices next week with my nose high in the air and write my own checks. You will? I will. And the first check I cash would be banishing that American witch from England, sending her across the pond and back under whatever fallen house she crawled out from under. Oh, okay. Look, you're going to need to interview everyone before that nitwit inspector can clean those styrofoam cookie crumbs off his borrowed shirt. We are on the clock starting now. That's great. That's amazing. And yes, I agree. Let's do this. But what's with the sudden rush of enthusiasm? Iconia was the lead campaign director for the Democrat nominee for president. You do follow your own elections, do you not? This literally just happened about a year and a half ago. Of course I do, but she lost. And wasn't she like the third or fourth director of that campaign? Why is this such a big deal? Iconia had never lost an election before, and frankly, she lost that race. Not the candidate, not the platform, not some extraneous uncontrollable event. It was her fault alone. Mostly. You mean that drunken interview she did the night before the election that someone auto-tuned and went viral? No. We are not globalist puppets. Pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-puppets. Well, that didn't help. But I mean pulling her candidate off the trail for the three weeks leading up to the election night. She thought she had it in the bag and tried to keep her candidate from screwing up a sure thing. It allowed her opponent to gather incredible unchallenged momentum, which she carried all the way to the White House. Sure. But back to my first question. Why does this make our show any better? Goodness, Brody, at least try to follow me. Do you know how many congressmen are in the U.S. House of Representatives? Uh, 1,100? No, of course you don't know. You are an American. Wait, what? Uh, never mind. It's 435. That's 435 seats up for grab every two years. 11 is just a made-up number my mom and I say when we don't know how many. That's great, Brody. Stay focused. Even with Iconia's royals group of the presidential race, she is still top-tier talent. Maybe the best campaign manager the Democrats have. She wouldn't be wasting her time running Camille Masters' little campaign for Congress. Why not? Isn't it patently obvious by now? Camilla has no real challenges. Maybe they're just friends or something? She could win back her seat without running a single advertisement. She's young, tough, easy on the eyes, comes from a diverse background. Just here to eat dinner? No. People do enjoy dinner. You know, eating in the afternoon? Iconi wouldn't show her face in this little backwoods town to run a sleepy, already won congressional race. Fun and conversation and all of that? My mom and I like dinners almost every day. Not people like Camilla. Or Iconia, for that matter. Just think about who is here. You have that guy over there who seems to know how to discreetly, <clears throat> illegally, move some money around. Mr. Donato? Hey, I, I heard my name. You messed up my shot. Sorry, Mr. Donato. 
Don't let him bother you. He was going to miss anyway. Right. Campaign finance laws can be a real knocky bother. Then you have the dumb rich mate who can't wait to give his dead parents money away. Peter, the goo guy. Goo guy? Yeah, Peter, the goo guy. Do you have to call him that? Let's not call him that. Goo man? Yes, Brody. The word guy is what I had a problem with. Whatever. Peter the rich, overgrown kid? Go on. Yeah, and now let's add a social media expert to the equation. Connie Hecht. And in case this all isn't enough to convince you, let's throw in an impromptu, heartfelt meeting with a spiritual advisor. The mysterious preacher. Yes, so you know what all of this means, right? Eleventeen! I'm going to ignore that. Camilla Masses is running for president. What? Wow. What makes you so sure? I'm going to pretend you didn't just say that either. Say what? Of course, that's why we got caught here. This murder could chap a quick her campaign before it ever got started. Chap a quick it what? It was a scandal. A long time ago. It's not important. They need us. Who needs us? The Masters. Camilla. We hold all of the cards. We do? We most certainly do. Now I just need to decide what I want in return. What you want? Yes. In return? You may not realize it yet, but we have found a desperate golden goose, and she's about to lay a big bloated egg full of your wildest dreams. We just need to manage the inspector. Oh no, pull up the recording app on your phone. We have to know what they're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, clicking on his button. And... I'm not hearing audio. What? You said this would work. Try harder. There's nothing to try. It just isn't. Wait. The voice-to-text transcription is coming through. I can scroll back and at least read what he has been saying. Well, don't keep me in suspense. What are they talking about? Um, nothing with the masters yet. Although, judging by his colorful selection of four-letter words, he really, really did not like the cookies. Uh, sweet little victories. And he complained the suit he borrowed didn't make him look like a real detective. Well, not from Baker Street, anyway. And then Orson, I assume, promised to put his trench coat in the fryer. The fryer? That probably is supposed to say the dryer. You think? The technology isn't perfect. The future. Hey, I think Camilla just got there. It's starting. Monitor that conversation while I start interviewing whomever I can find. I need to get a grasp on what transpired here this afternoon so I can leverage that to best benefit me. Um... I mean... us. Okay. Oh yeah! Peter scratched on the eight ball! Hey, I win again! You guys hear that? Hey, you guys never even told us who you were! are as persistent in solving this crime as you are attempting to find a decent kale cookie in that pile. Well, our murderer doesn't stand a chance, does he? These things are criminal. Who would even concoct such a sin against nature? I mean, it's a cookie. A pure, beautiful, shining light in the darkness. What miscreant would defile such a sacred delicacy? That would be our chef, the sizzle. 
The sizzle? Pretentious little Jamie Oliver TV wannabe who has replaced all my delicious meals with sadness and cucumbers. I hate him. My wife disagrees. Having a celebrity chef, even just an aspiring celebrity chef, is something of a status symbol in D.C. If we end up needing to frame someone for this murder, I know who to cuff. Tempting. Where's your wife? I thought she had something she needed to discuss with me before I go solve this baby. Sorry, I'm just the opening act. Elvis has not yet entered the building. (sighs) Let's hurry up and start taking care of business then, Colonel Tom. My apologies for not introducing myself. It's Javier. Camilla and I were married seven years ago, right after she won a seat on the Yorkshire City Council. I volunteered in her campaign. Now, here we are. She's a congresswoman, and I oversee the family moonshine company. Moonshine? How exciting. Legal moonshine, of course. It's only a small little engine that could, but I'm proud of it. We are proud of it. You should be. Small businesses can be stressful. Camilla is made of stone. I lean on her. It's working for us. You do make a beautiful couple. She's the beauty. I'm the beast. Okay, you are drowning me in metaphors. We are literally 20 feet away from a body floating face down in my pool. Half floating? Uh, But there is an obvious gunshot to the back. He probably died from that just before drowning. Well, maybe. Coroners always take way too long to commit to anything. Anyway, sorry. Too soon? Too soon? When wouldn't be too soon? Wait. I forgot. I have to do this. What? Uh, wait, wait, what is that? Are, are you trying to hypnotize me? It, it won't work. I'm terrified of waterfalls. Waterfalls? What? No. Why? Why? Have you ever imagined being trapped in an irresistible current, unable to do anything but struggle helplessly while seeing your impending doom draw closer and closer and closer until... Wham! You crash into the blinding white waves below! But that isn't water you hit. No. Even if you are fortunate enough to avoid the many, many jagged rocks, which you most certainly will not, that water may as well be concrete as far as what it does to your body. I think it's broken. Yes! You're broken! But not only broken, it would also rip your skin clean off! Waterfalls are not to be trifled with. TLC knew what they were talking about. Luckily for you, the nearest waterfall is a full seven miles downstream from here. (laughs) There's a waterfall nearby? How have I lived in this town for so long and not know that? The river is back in the woods a fair amount, at the foot of a mountain where rivers tend to form. That, that is disconcerting. So, what kind of trick were you trying to pull with that hypnotizer gadget? That was a white noise generator. It is supposed to make sure conversations cannot be recorded. Easier than a pat-down. Why would I want to record a conversation that is supposed to have nothing to do with the case at hand? Well, that may not have been entirely forthcoming. And, since we are being honest now, I don't have time to be subtle. I know who killed real Ebigs, but I'm going to need your help to prove it. That's positively fantastic. I'm about to go 28 and no. Who's our boy? First, there's a few wrinkles in the loincloth. I'm going to need another life preserver. Fine. Plain talk. 
there's two problems. The first being, the murderer is going to have an airtight alibi regarding his whereabouts at the time of the killing. That is definitely problematic. And the second, um, fly in the ointment? See? Everyone likes metaphors. The second problem, and this will be by far the toughest nut to crack, we must have a killer in custody before the 11 o'clock news runs with this story. That's a little under three hours from now. Why would I want to rush my investigation simply to protect the reputation of Javier and Camilla Masters? It's a lot to go into, and it's not just us. There are forces at play bigger than anything. Right now, all you have to know is that someone is being led away in handcuffs before 11 p.m. One way or another, this ends tonight. That much is guaranteed. Well, since you are already convinced you know who did it, maybe wrapping this thing up before 11 will be like um, uh, taking candy from a baby. That's a simile. (laughs) Dang it, I knew it. Uh, Just spill the beans already. Who is our bad boy? Governor Matthew Wise. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee is a Pigeon Spaceship Studios production. Our executive producer is Laura Bratton. On this episode, you enjoyed the vocal talents of Easton Rowell as Brody Roberts, Rico Estrada as Javier Masters, Sebastian Stevens as Percy Andrews, Ian R. as Orson Lang III, Nick O.G. as Peter Answorth, Dr. Phil Scarmato as Mr. Donato, Pastor Elizabeth Burnham as Miss Lissy, Gregory Bratton as the inspector, and me, I'm Amanda Parker. You can visit us at ivml.podbean.com for transcripts, cast info, show notes, and more. Pigeon Spaceship Studios is on a mission to fellowship, mentor, and empower. Creating fun and wholesome content is only our excuse. Come connect with us on Twitter at Pigeon Spaceship and with this show at IVML underscore pod. Join the discussion anywhere using hashtag IVML. Please remember your positive ratings, reviews, and recommendations to friends are some of the easiest and best things you can do to ensure we continue to produce content just like this. Next time on Inspector Verlo Morton Lee. Jeb Bryson, I'm a handyman. Jeb here is telling a story of what he experienced during the murder. Click, poof. You Americans speak a foreign language sometimes. My mother told me there are three kinds of people, Inspector. Of course! Those who have been bought. Are you sure that's a good idea, honey? Those who haven't been offered the right thing yet. This must remain a secret. And those not important enough to bother buying. Ooh, that is scary. The snake strikes! Whoppa! Schnew! Schnew! There are so many quality podcasts out there. That's why we are so thankful you are listening to this one. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Inspector Verlo Morton Lee will return in three weeks.